Welcome to the Washdown Podcast. And tonight's guest is Anna Odorizio. And we've had Anna on the podcast before. She came back to give us an update. And uh, yeah, we had a great conversation. Um, had a good time. Lots of laughs. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music. So all those different places. But uh, here you go. The Washdown Podcast with special guest Anna Odorizio. Um Surprisingly, I have found that that is a common thing. Like, I've had multiple guests who have done that. I've had multiple guests who do that this week. It's Yesterday. Like, it's like, hey, bro, uh, people want to hear what you got to say, so uh, project. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, so anyway, I was talking the other Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And remember from the last time you were here... Turn your eyes, not your head. Or if you're going to turn your head, do one of these do one things. Of the, is that, that, you know, I never realized that's why they, like, if you were watching people, they're like, mm-hmm. they do a full turn. And oh, not, yeah. You know. It's like you're in a Batman cons- costume and you, you, can't, you can't turn you your can't neck. You can't turn your, yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> Can you do that what? one more time? <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I so want Bane to come out of the back. <laughs> You know, I wish you would have told me that sooner because I have a mask. It's like a an, like a, an elevation mask that mimics elevation, so that it like makes you feel like you're breathing with less less available oxygen, and you look like Bane when you wear it. <laughs> I could have brought it for you. <laughs> I was born in the dark, <laughs> and I had to climb mm. to the line. <laughs> Wow, we just went DCU here hard. Yeah, I know. I want to go home. <laughs> Do you want us to go Marvel? Is that what you want? I just want to go home. <laughs> you said we'd lose. We'd lose together. But you weren't there. I don't have a good Robert Downey Jr. That's yeah. time travel. <laughs> Are you the dude who's playing the dude? Playing the other dude. <laughs> yeah, that voice I can do. <laughs> Which, that movie cannot be remade again either. No. no. <laughs> Is that Tropic Thunder? Yeah. 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 The the like all he's got like body paint on him or whatever. So I, I watched some interviews about that, and every, everybody kind of said the same thing. If you're doing, so we all know blackface is wrong. Yeah. Unless you're a Navy SEAL, that's a comedy com- com- yeah. routine as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh. But, uh, shit, what was I saying? Oh, but because of the way he did it, because they were, they were, they were making fun of blackface. Pretty much everybody gave him a pass because it was, and he did it in a funny way. That's what, it was a bunch of guys that were got, it was one of those street interviews Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what everybody was saying. That's all on TikTok. Oh God. Do you have a TikTok? Yes, I don't. I've never made a video or posted anything. I just watch videos. But that's that's going to be the new thing because he wants to go on this fitness weight loss journey for the podcast. Do you? No. And that's what he pitched to me. Mm-hmm. Not I anymore. Said, I said Jeremy okay. ruined it. Je- I, Jeremy, Jeremy did. Well, I, I'm on Weight Watchers right now. I just started that. I mean, I'm I'm game. That's, Let's do it together. Is that where the hummus came from? And yeah, the, the celery, and the yep. celery, yeah. and the, <laughs> the apples, the tomatoes, the lunch meat. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But 
fantastic idea. We'll use your TikTok account and the yep. uh, the podcast Instagram, and we'll document it. I still can't believe you have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Really? You can't believe that guy's got a TikTok? Well, I mean, yes and no. It's just like that. I just like watching the funny videos. And then every, no matter no matter what, every time you get on there, it turns political. I'm like, God damn it. And then I got to close that's it out. That's because that's your search history, dude. <laughs> I've never. It's I don't an search. algorithm. I don't search it. I, don't, I just get <laughs> it, on there and start scrolling. It doesn't matter what you stop and watch. Mm-hmm. The algorithm reads that. What you pay attention you, to. Then you yeah. think there'd be more girls in bikinis more dancing. Boobs. Yeah, definitely more boobs. <laughs> You're like, maybe if I talk about it loud enough near my phone. Hey, phone. Boobs. I like boobs. <laughs> boobs. Female, okay. female boobs. Let's clarify. Female <laughs> boobs. Phone's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You did uh, not clarify. I'll start, I'll start getting pictures of me bouncing around. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, holy shit. All right. Course correct. Uh, back it hey, up. Hey, man, that's controversy. That's what you want. Yeah. No, that's just, that's not even the lowest form of humor. That's just terrible. Just Chris's terrible. Boobs? Chris, yeah, Chris, that's terrible. It's just, it's, it's terrible, terrible. Hey man, he got canceled too. How did he get canceled? He, reti- he, he retired. <laughs> just canceled the show. <laughs> so we we were watching Hotel Transylvania the other day, and there's in the in the opening when all the monsters are showing up. You know, uh, the the mummy Murray and Frankenstein are talking shit, and then Frankenstein's like, "Hey, you're gonna pay for that," and then because he's not put together yet. And then you see him, you see Murray and Dracula talking, and Frankenstein's lower half sneaks around and then drops ass right behind him. It looks like Murray did it. And I laugh every time. And then, of course, the witch comes over with the and sucks up the fart. It's all green and then throws it in the fireplace and fire shoots out. And I laugh every time. Actually, Jane does, too. I'm like, I love it. Adam Sandler put a fart joke in the beginning of his movie. <laughs> Hey, man, if you're going to make a fart right, joke, you got to do it right. I don't even know what right. to say to that. I, I, I don't. Fart jokes the are thing, funny. The thing is... That's that what I'm saying. Fart jokes are funny. It's he, not that they're not funny. It's just... It's it's, y- it's you. It's right, the fuck, fact I that you're every a 40-year-old man <laughs> with no kids in the house, <laughs> yeah. and you and your wife sit and watch Hotel Transylvania. All three of them. All the, three the, of them. The fourth one sucked. I mean, yeah. I can't judge. I mean, my wife and I do... The, like, we watch, you know... Yeah. The crudes. Funny things. But it's just like... Like, you... And you're like you. Oh, I love, I love uh, cartoons. <laughs> you, <laughs> just you. I still over watch here. cartoons. Looney Tunes. Danny anyway, Pam. anyway, yeah. Anna, thanks for coming to the show again. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me back. I do want to ask, how many people have you had back more than once? More than once. Let's mm-hmm. see. Besides, like obviously, like well, I'm, I'm forced to be here. The people that are part of the show. Um, you know, we've had. What we've had James Kelly a couple times. Mm-hmm. I think we've had him actually three times. Um, we had. I thought it was just twice. It might have been just twice. I don't. I have to go back and look. Um, uh, Dana the, was three. Dana was three times. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug and Darren Nehemiah. We've had them back a couple times. We had them separately and then together. I bet that was fun. Um, it was an interesting conversation <laughs> for sure. Um, I enjoyed it immensely. How many times um, has Rachel been on? Uh, she has been on two times, I think. Well, three, if you count the one, because me, her and Dana did one. So three. One night. So three times. Um, so really, I mean, you're, this will be episode 116. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we might've had what, six, seven people back 
something like that. More than once. Cool. I, so, I feel special. Thank yeah. you. Oh, absolutely. You. Well, you know, you would have been here sooner if you just, you know, stopped getting sick and... I've had to reschedule every time I've been here. Uh, yes, yes, you have. And I, the next time I'll probably have to reschedule uh, as well. We'll yeah. just go ahead and go sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm I'll do is sick, sick of Jeremy. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it is. What we'll do is we will schedule, you know, a date, and then we'll schedule the, the backup, backup date, date, which is actually <laughs> yeah, the date, which is actually the date. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It's like whenever I tell you know certain individuals of what time to be here, mm-hmm. I really should tell them thirty minutes sooner so that they're on time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Don't look at me. I no. I was waiting for you to give me <laughs> to give me crap for being. Now nah, you're the guest. You you get a pass. Yeah. I was you... here. Early. I was. I was here before six thirty. Um, I wasn't I, judging. Yeah. Nobody said anything, okay. Anna. That you're I, getting defensive. I over felt nothing. it. I felt the tension. <laughs> I mean, she lives two minutes down the road. Yeah. <laughs> it's so far. <laughs> it's cold. To get up off the couch. And yeah, I gotta get the get Subaru the started. I did. I did. It starts right away though, so we're good. Do you want to make a lesbian joke now, or do you want to nope. wait till later? Nope. Get warmed up first. It's recorded. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let you make. Them. Chris, Chris is all about. We're gonna have some controversy until there's actual controversy <laughs> that something could be construed as controversial, and then he's like. What's- Fucking got a zipper nobody, on his mouth. Nobody can take a fucking joke anymore. Do you think anybody listening or watching to this podcast is not going to be able to take a joke about lesbians? She's got a point. I know. It's it's more of a, hey, this was funny. I'm going to post it. And then all of a sudden I've got. Dude, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to remind you of what <laughs> I said the other night. We are too small to get canceled. That's true. Like, they're not going to worry about some dumbass fireman sitting in a basement talking, talking about shit. lesbians. Like, yeah. come on. I like lesbians. That's what everyone else is doing. Talking about I, lesbians. I, I saw another TikTok <laughs> about that. It was some girl. It was, it, was a, it was a stitch, too. And it was, this girl's like, why, why do straight guys like lesbians? And this other girl had a Hershey's bar. She's like, mm, this is good. What, what's better than this? Oh, another one of something I like. <laughs> and they started hitting them together. <laughs> I was like, I like Hershey bars too, so it kind of went up. You're like, it, was, it appealed to me. I just went to Hershey's bar. <laughs> she was cute too. Which, I'm not gonna which lie. is why he needs to go on a weight loss journey. I'm right there with you, man. I am. So anyway, oh, damn, fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a supportive space. Yeah, okay. this is a safe space, Chris. Safe space. Okay, mm-hmm. so you hold up a carrot. He goes, mm, I like carrots. And then you hold and up another carrot. Hold up another carrot, and then you got two carrots. <laughs> yeah, I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey. <laughs> no, anybody? Come on. I got no, nothing. That's little rascals, man. No. Sorry about it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, you, you're too, probably too young for little rascals. I'm just, yeah, I'm right at the cutoff. My wife still gives the, me shit, I'm though, talking the, not. the movie, not not the TV show. Yeah. We're, we're all, I mean, yeah, I watched, we're I, all too yeah. young for the TV show. I know. Yeah. I did watch the TV show. Yeah, on syndication, well, reruns. Yeah, doesn't matter. Still watch, still watch Dragnet. What's your point? Gilligan's Island. Emergency. I mean... Yeah, that's still on. Magnum PI. I was going to say that's still on. Magnum PI. I the, remember the original, the original, yeah. and watching it whenever it was airing. Mm-hmm. Paradise Island. Miami Vice. Never did watch the Love Boat. Nah. Mm-hmm. I heard a theme mm-hmm. song. I was like, nope. Golden Girls. I used to watch that though. Yeah. Yeah. That's Golden like a Girls. Got the. Yeah. It was freaking hilarious. Even as a kid, it was funny. And then I watch it as an adult. I'm like, like this you is even funnier, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I feel like it's even funnier when you're older. Mm-hmm. 
I think you can relate a little bit better to it and you understand the jokes a little bit mm-hmm. deeper. So, yeah. So anyway, um, what you been up to? Um, you know, just working the new job and, um, you know, taking, I don't taking know. promotional exams? <laughs> yep. Taking promotional exams. So it was your first time taking it? Yes. How much stress was it? Um, be honest. It so it initially I was like, I'm not like I don't care. I don't care how I do because it's like I'm I'm fairly young in my career. Like this isn't going to be the only promotional test I'm going to take. I don't need to take it to get to a better spot. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to make this a low key, a low key thing. And then as I got closer and closer, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And it didn't <laughs> help that we were also doing our like our inspector. Uh, certification at the very same time Mm -hmm. so it was a lot of like okay beginning of the day you're going to study this and then second half of the day you're going to study this and so but i mean it it was it was different it was different than what i thought it was going to be but i'm curious though because like did you you guys you didn't take the new the new test did you Mm -hmm. shoot because i wanted to see how it compared to the old the 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 old company that used to do testing. What I heard was it was significantly different. Yeah. The feedback was better. Yeah. What I heard. So. A lot of people were happy with the feedback they got. So now they know where to improve at. Yeah. Which, I mean, if that's what you want to do is develop leaders and have people grow in their career and advance, you got to give them feedback. Yeah. You can't just give them this fucking made up number and go this is what you got here you are in this imaginary list yeah we won't tell you about yeah Yeah. it's like well well why did i get this score Mm -hmm. well because these are the criteria okay well it says that i got superior and everything but i still got this low score yeah congrats congrats (laughs) yeah good job buddy yeah okay Um, you know there's there's a hundred different ways to do a promotional exam and not anyone is better or worse overall Ah, some of them are worse (laughs) some of them are better so i think but there's depends on your department and the size and what you're looking for and what you've done to prep for it by training yeah so it it has to be what has to be what fits your department and what part of the country you're in and what type of department you have so everything's got to be tailored, and it's just trying to find the right fit. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've talked to other guys from other departments, and it's completely different. Yeah, well, some of them, some departments do a straight seniority-based promotion. Some of them don't. Some of them, you know, it's a it's a competitive test, and you know the the cultures of those seem to go in one of two ways. Like the straight seniority-based thing from guys that I've talked to. They're like, yeah, you know, information flows, everybody's helpful because there's no pressure of, well, I have to do better on this test Mm -hmm. so I can get this promotion and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then whereas you get the competitive test side and everybody's like hoarding information and nobody wants to help each other out and all this. And I can see benefits to both because for a competitive test, you want people who are going to study their ass off. They're Mm going to do well. Because those are the people that want to be promoted. Whereas if you look at a seniority-based system, well, all I got to do is wait and I'm eventually going to get it. Yeah, I'll eventually get there. And that doesn't give you a whole lot of incentive 
unless you're a self-motivator and you want to be better at your job, Mm -hmm. there's not really an incentive because you can go do all this training and all this other stuff. It's not going to make a one dime of difference in your paycheck. Yeah. So I see both ways, but I don't necessarily think, I think what you said is accurate. It, It depends on your department. Very much so. Yeah. And I, I do think it's interesting that the difference the differences for the captain's test versus the excuse me, versus the ADC test is that ADC like they don't promote you based off of where you land on the list. It's not they don't necessarily go you yeah. know, one, two, three, four, five you know what I mean? So it's like I, th- I think maybe we should change the topic. Okay. I think maybe we we might be getting a little bit too in okay. the weeds. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's no secret that we try to kind of steer clear of department specifics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we like to speak in generalities. Cool. Yeah. I can, I can, yeah. <laughs> I can make it work. So, if you want to have that conversation, <laughs> if you want to have that conversation, we can turn the camera off. Cool. And yeah. have that yeah. conversation. But, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm yeah. still I'm still learning what is like common for like what are common things for certain departments and right. then what you know what's like hey it's like yes every department has like an engine or a pumper or this yeah. kind of rig well, you know what I mean but I mean even that varies I mean like the guy that we were talking to this morning um, from New York you know like it's not station it's firehouse mm-hmm. and it's engine not pumper mm-hmm. and it's ladder not truck and yeah. you know and in other departments it's aerial yeah yeah so i mean terminology varies it all depends like, on what part of the country you're, you're in yeah yeah you know is it a steamer is it a pipe is it a nozzle yeah well even where i'm from we call it engines yeah and and a lot it yeah. seems that's more common than pumper yeah mm-hmm. just from like my see pumper makes more sense because it pumps water <laughs> Because yeah, yeah. I think the engine comes from the old steam engines. That would make sense. That's my. I've never looked into it. That's just a guess. Yeah, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because like when we're learning about fire inspector stuff, you know, we learn about some some buildings will have a fire pump with their their suppression Mm -hmm. system, and so you you know you look and see how it works, and then it was like it was like it's basically like having like a little pumper truck in your basement. Because it does essentially relatively the same thing. Yeah. So they're confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I need to study that stuff way more. <laughs> way more. well, it, but here's the so thing: I've, I've taken multiple I've classes on those. And you know what I've learned? What? Nothing. Yeah. Because I mean, you start learning, and you're like, okay, this makes sense, and then mm-hmm. you go to your next class, and it's it's completely different, and you're like, well, what the fuck? Why well, just learn this? But well, it doesn't apply here, and then. Yeah. So it really depends on what you have, and then is, does it have its own water source or not? So, you know, like in the cities, what? they're hooked into the, the water supply system, mm-hmm. right? Maybe. For, depend, yeah, depending, <laughs> and, and in a bigger yeah, city, depending yeah. on the city, yes. Yeah. So, but then now a lot of them have their own water supply like you see in the East Coast on top. Yeah. So it helps to feed, and it's gravity-fed, mm-hmm. and then you have one down here it has got an electric pump. Mm-hmm. And then does it have a surge protector or not? And how's it grounded? Is it grounded in multiple spots? And, you know, because I can have a power surge here, but my connection's here, so this part's affected, but my pump still runs because all of this is still good on another circuit. And then now, does it have its own retention pond? Because sometimes those are fed through that way. And you have multiple pumps, and 
is it a one-way feeder? Is where yeah. do I well, now do I, how do I backfill different. it? And mm-hmm. you know which one overrides what? When does the override kick in? Yeah. The now, how's they, my, now how's my sprinkler set up <laughs> inside? Yeah, they're all different. You yeah. know what? What am I storing? Yeah. So you could go into a building, a warehouse, and you can have multiple sprinkler heads, depending on is it an in rack? I've seen those. Mm-hmm. Just, those are yeah. Those are kind of cool. And then what's the spread on it? I mean, and what's how, the temperature? Yeah. When, release when, when does for, it go? Yeah. Is it the is it the little piece of? It's not really copper, but it's kind of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Little piece of flimsy metal that melts and it activates, and or is it the the tube with liquid in it? These are all the things I learn in fire inspection. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, I would like to kind of touch on that because I think the last time that you were here, you hadn't been moved yet. That's correct. Yeah. So what was that transition like of finally being told that you're not coming back out into the field and this is going to be your new thing? Okay. I'm going to try to like make this as <laughs> general as, as possible. Yeah. Um, well, just it, emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it was kind of there. I knit like my situation is still a little bit different because I'm, I still have an open medical like i'm still ongoing with treatment so i i haven't mm-hmm. had that final stamp of like hey you're done you aren't going back yeah. and you know, you know this is where you're at yeah so that kind of has been i feel like it's been maybe not more harmful but it's almost left that lingering like it, it's like i kind of just want to know either way mm-hmm. what my options are yeah. but i've kind of already told myself i'm not going back like physically, I mean, you've seen when I get symptomatic. I mean, it doesn't take much, Mm-mm. and you it, hit a big pothole <laughs> on purpose multiple times in a row. <laughs> Remember the conversation we were having just a couple podcasts ago about you being a dick? Yeah. <laughs> Example. So yeah. we hit we hit one. Neither of us saw it. Oh, that I one. thought it, I thought it would broke the car. Yeah, I thought it broke your hip. Yeah, I mean, we were both hurting. <laughs> we never saw it. Yeah. And all of a sudden the car was swallowed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main me- metal hit. Yeah. Well, and like, that's the thing is like, I'm, you know, I think I talked about this last time, like, you know, depending on the vehicle I'm in, like if it doesn't have good suspension or like, you know, and I'm, it's bumping, like I can feel it in my, I can feel the palpitations because my yeah. pacemaker thinks I'm working out. So it's like, how in the world could I be on an ambulance where mm-hmm. you're, you know, flying down the street, hitting every bump and yeah. like there's just you see me driving. <laughs> See, you did what I thought I was drunk because I was swerving. You were to like, mi- I was swerving miss, to miss pothole. Miss, miss, and I was like, I, was like, I appreciate it, man. Thank Bam. You. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that one hurt. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that that part's been kind of. I, I I've slowly come to terms with that of just accepting that I'm moving on to something different. Um, every once in a while, it's still like. There's there there are people in our our office that are kind of going through the same thing right now that I was going through that are, um, you know, kind of in that same boat of they may not be able to return to the ambulance or you know to a fire truck and so, kind of being around that is a little it just kind of brings back those old feelings of just being like man you know because it's it wasn't my choice to yeah. not be in the field and I think that's what is the most frustrating is you you know you spend all this time getting your medic and. Mm-hmm you know you finally get somewhere where it's like okay like i'm i'm here i'm on the department like i'm you know you're starting to hit your groove as as a medic yes and you're yeah. feeling good you're able to do the things that you were trained to do and you understand now you really understand it mm-hmm. and you're doing it well well 
I saw you medic. I'm a fan. <laughs> not not to toot my own horn, but I I am I am I would say I'm quite a decent medic. Hey, what is it? Is that a stimmy mic? No, it's a <laughs> <laughs> You might want to start CPR. Oh. <laughs> that never happened. Yeah. I was gonna say I was like, were like, were you in the room when I coded? Or <laughs> they were like, hey, do you know what that is? You're like, yeah, you want to start yeah. CPR? Yeah. Um, hey, you can just find a new job. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, so it's, it's, it kind of comes and goes in waves. I I feel like it's kind of the same as like, you know, kind of anything else. It's, it's, it's a grieving process and, and just, it's mm-hmm. grieving the person that I, that I, I identified with because in this, in this field, we identify as paramedics and firefighters and EMTs and, you know, first responders. And so it kind of felt like I had that like almost ripped away from me of just not having that like I mean there'd be times where like you know like I'd be out and about and you know you'd get anxious or you know you'd have like you'd feel kind of self-conscious and you're like I'm a medic you're like I've had people literally dying in front of me like this is fine I can handle this you know and now you're like I'm a fire inspector (laughs) (laughs) you know and not not to knock on not to knock on that it's it's not that it's not a stressful or an important job it's just I think it's a critical job it's not what you it's not what your goal was and it's not what you spent so much time and energy and brain power to mm-hmm. get to. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and that's, that's one of those things whenever, cause we've kind of had that conversation of, you know, you get to that point and then you have it all taken away mm-hmm. by something that was a hundred percent like out of your control. Yeah. Like so if she would have wore a mask, she wouldn't have got COVID and she wouldn't have COVID. Well, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> we're going to have a COVID advisory on this because you said COVID. Um, yeah, so I, I know anyway. I know you were following the rules. I know you had your mask on. I know. Well, but I mean, you know, going down that road is it didn't it didn't matter. You can follow the rules, not follow the rules. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Some yeah. people were more susceptible to it. Some people not. I mean, you know, whenever Rachel had it, she had it here at the house. I was in the house with her for five days and finally got it on the fifth day. Hmm. And it barely showed up. That's weird. Yeah. I think I had it a couple of days before Jane got it. I yeah. think I remember when you when you had it. But I was a little pissy like all it. the times, <laughs> like all of the stations that I'd worked at where, you know, whole stations would get it and I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But it took that long of an exposure for me to just get barely any of it. Your body yeah. was like, just like, I guess. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, everybody else is doing it. So <laughs> we're going to we'll just jump on board. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I just had like a sinus infection. That's all it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I was I blew my nose. and I had pressure. Yeah. I was it. sick for literally, I think 12 hours. Like, really? and I mean, I was like, I had a really, really bad headache. What do you, what do you have in the water here at your house? Is, can I get, can I get some of that? Or like, what do you guys, awesomeness. <laughs> what do you guys got over here? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I wake up in the morning, piss excellence. So, uh. You ever know she's always doing something with his hands? <laughs> Otherwise he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. It's okay. So, I'm, I'm constantly yeah. like, I feel like I'm like. I'm like a judge. I'm like, okay, what yeah. do you say? Okay. No, I okay. just, for me, I don't really get sick that often. I never really have. It's I've, the hex bar. That's what it is. It's, that's it's 100%. The, it's the row I, machine and the hex bar. It's the row I machine. Knew it. Yeah. I knew and it. And the, the cable machine. Yep. That's, uh, I attribute it to that 100%. 
Um, That's what it is. No, it's probably because I ate a lot of dirt as a child. I drank out of a, <laughs> you were like, out of a garden hose. Drank you were like last hose. week. Uh, yeah. You're like yeah. as a child, but also last week. You'd yeah. walk, you'd walk uh, into you school oh, after the weekend. Your desk would be sticky, and you're like, "What the fuck, did y'all do?" <laughs> what? Nobody cared. Yeah. Y'all, sh- y'all shared a drinking fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I mean, yeah. everyone's just like yeah. using their whole arm, just yeah, you know, and then yeah. just this is the way it was yeah. back in the '80s and '90s. Yeah, but we weren't sickly. Yeah. I think it probably has something to do with that. Something to do with I'm um, fairly healthy. I'm physically fit. What and are you just, trying to say? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. saying. I'm kidding. No. Like I, my yeah. immune system's pretty good. Yeah. You know, and I think it was just one of those things. And then, you know, if you look at the different research and, you know, there's some research about blood type making you less susceptible mm-hmm. and like all of these things. And I mean, who knows? Yeah. There's it no. Be, it could be a number of things. Yeah. yeah. It could be just. When yeah. Turn, when, you, when it's your turn in the barrel, it's your turn in the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Because who knows? The next thing that comes by could fuck me up horribly. But mm-hmm. you know, it it is what it, it does. Is. We'll do a drive by and throw food at you. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. But here's a casserole. From we'll throw it. <laughs> we'll throw it. Throw it. Yeah. 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 Don't it'll, stop. It'll get. Yeah. No. Oh no. Yeah. No. 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 90 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep it, that. Swerving, yeah. swerving to miss all, all the potholes. All the potholes. Yes. And there are a fair number in this neighborhood. You know, just I, on this street, though. All the other streets are fine. But the one right in front of my house you. fucking sucks. It's just you guys. Yeah. I, I do. The one thing I do miss about COVID mm-hmm. was the no traffic. Oh, yes. That was so awesome. Yeah. Like, wow, the road's wide open. Yeah. 100 miles an hour. <laughs> that are like. And everybody else was doing the same thing. That are like going, you know, maybe not to the store, but like if you'd have to go somewhere, it's like there'd be nobody there. And now, yeah, now everybody's out. there. And I'm like, Ugh, dude, like running, emer- running emergency calls was fantastic mm-hmm. because it was so much ghost easier. Town. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much easier. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, like the first, I'd say the first month of COVID, maybe month and a half. Our call volume dropped. Yes, I do miss that. I don't Nobody know. called. I was I was still recovering from shoulder surgery. <laughs> yeah, it was. There was a decent dip because yeah. yeah, everyone was afraid to even get in the ambulance. You mm-hmm. know, so it was like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. And you'd be like, okay, well, if you one of the would... calls, it sounded from talking to people, it was the calls you ran were legit. Yeah, yeah, because everyone waited to the last minute to go yeah. to the hospital, which I mean, was not nice, but it was like. No, I mean, well, if you're sick, you know you're what I mean, but it, go. yeah, it, but it using cut emergency down. services for yes. legitimate emergencies yes, it and cut not down just on the, on the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an ingrown toenail, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like, like I'll fix that. Give me some tweezers. <laughs> or like, oh, I've had this uh, leg pain for eighteen years. Yeah, but that's two, it. Two o'clock on uh, Saturday morning. That's whenever I need to go. With six cars in the driveway. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll just follow you there. Yeah, those are. That's my Kay. favorite. We'll meet you in the waiting room. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh no, you'll get back. <laughs> One bet. Yep. Yeah. 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 So anyway, back to uh, the, so, the the transition. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that that was just like, and I don't know. I think I had talked to you about it when I when I first got sick and I was at home and I had you know I had a lot of time on my hands. I started taking um online critical care paramedic courses mm-hmm. and because I the, the goal was eventually to get my, like do flight medic. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, cool. Like, I got time to do that. Like, you know, it'll be fine. And then it was like, <laughs> no. 
can't nope. hit a pothole, I don't think don't you're going to be think doing that. The turbulence from a helicopter. Oh, Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with her? She's she'll be fine. She's just yeah. She's just uh, <laughs> she's taking a moment. She needs a new battery. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that that part was frustrating, but um, you know, once once I kind of started doing things on um i don't know not not fully in a position but still able to help out with things around the department that was really helpful and just kind of getting back into the groove of like doing out you know various outreach things and um i think that really helped just find that you can still which this sounds so stupid but it's like you can still have a purpose and help people not in the back of an ambulance well yeah i mean and that's the important part is finding a new mission, mm-hmm. finding a new purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we were, you know, we always talk about the reactive and the proactive. Yeah. Where I think when, while you were healing and I was healing, we were being more proactive. Yeah. Like doing edu- education and talking to the public and answering questions that people don't normally get answers to. Mm-hmm. Of, hey, my neighbor had a house fire. I was watching you guys did this, this, and this. Why? Oh, okay. And then you explain it to them. Like, okay, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's organized chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely interesting to kind of look ahead and kind of see the the obstacles that we face all the time and go, oh, like you really can kind of see it coming down the path a little bit if you just kind of pick your head up. Uh, yeah. You know, instead of just being like, all right, well, I'm right here and I got this and this. And it's like, oh, now I can look and look at that and go, hey, maybe, you know, how can we like either move that or, you know, kind of steer us in a different direction so that we don't hit that head on and we can go around it. Well, and that is so important for, I mean, basically any, if you want to look at it as a company Mm -hmm. is to look at those type of things and pay attention to the future. You yeah. have to have somebody that's doing that because mm-hmm. if you're just constantly day to day grind, day to day grind, in the and weeds, then in the weeds, <laughs> and everything is the same all the time, eventually you're going to hit that point where what you're doing that worked 20 years ago mm-hmm. is not working now. And I mean, if you want to like talk about firefighting, like house construction, way different. Yes, you know, building codes different standpipes all of that stuff has changed drastically in the past 30 40 years if we're still just head down knock the front door in you know we're not going to be as successful successful (laughs) as we had been in the past right because you have to adapt and change with the times Mm -hmm. and a lot of our codes that's what you're seeing change with codes and regulations nfpa the UL, the laboratories, yeah, all comes from mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you you look at your NIOSH reports. So, oh, the, this is why these guys died. Okay, we're going to change this code to this. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we need to do that before people die. Yes. And that, I, I, that yes. was the point that I was yeah, making. Yeah, and I agree. But that's where we learn the majority of our lessons is from mistakes or, oh, this house collapsed. Why this house collapsed? Mm-hmm. Nobody got hurt. Nobody died. But we got to figure it out. Yeah, or close call near misses. Yeah, yeah. It's um, underwriters laboratories. Yes. Yeah, they they do a lot of those studies, and they got a lot of videos online. Yeah, and they're interesting to watch, but a lot of a lot of times you don't know how to implement. Yeah, the, the new information. Yeah, I would agree. Well, that's where training comes in. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's that's something that our office has been trying to accomplish is trying to integrate more of like so from from an inspector side like you know i mean okay first let me ask you what do you think i do as an inspector um i think you go out and look at standpipes and sprinkler systems and look at buildings and look for fire hazards that's what i think that's a pretty decent yeah that's a that's a pretty decent answer and that's that's probably about i'd like that's like 60 is maybe i'll give him a double yeah yeah Yeah. i'm sure there's a lot more to it yeah but i mean that's 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 so like that's the one part the other part which i didn't even realize like even when i first got into inspector i didn't really fully understand what the job is and and really what it could be because we you know you, you have some of these these districts with tall buildings or you know like kind of more high-rise structures and it's like we get to walk through every floor every room we know every little you know nook and cranny so to speak of that building and it's it's something that we can share with the field crews and so that's kind of our goal is we want to share that information with the with the the battalions and everything and mm-hmm. and kind of go hey you know you have this building that they have an external fire staircase for a 20-story building and that's 50% of their exit, you know, so that changes how you guys get in the building. It changes how you get people out. And so that's kind of something that we want to focus more on because we want to be that extra set of eyes for you guys, you know, and then vice versa. When you guys go into a building and you see something and you're like, like you may, you don't have to know exactly what it is, but you're like, mm, someone's going to die in there. Like that's when we go, okay, that's when we go in and figure out, Hey, how can we c- kind of clean this situation up? Yeah. So that way you guys are safe. The people in the building are safe and can get out and aren't going to be in, you know, in the way or, you know, becoming victims and things like that. Cause it, it really, and I'm sure you guys probably. It's, it's stopping a big part of it is stopping fire hazards from becoming a fire yes. and reducing fires. Yeah. Like I mean you reduce fire you reduce your number of fires and you're gonna reduce your fatalities mm-hmm. and your injuries, the wear and tear on your rigs, your city's gonna be safer, well, so your ISO rating's gonna be higher. Even something as simple as closing a door. Closing one door or two doors. Like I mm-hmm. so I like to do um I like to look at different big fires that happened, you know, like like that one in the Bronx that happened a couple of years ago, that apartment fire. Mm-hmm. And um and this is just kind of from what I've glanced at, but like it was started in somebody's apartment and the door, when they walked out in the hallway, the door behind them did not close. So mm-hmm. that's one door. Yeah. Second door was to the exit stairway that did not close. It got propped open. And from those two, you know, the, the theory is from just from those two doors, it went from a unit fire to a building fire. Yeah. With well, because sm- it gave, the smoke. Yeah, yeah. It gave flow path. Yeah. And yeah. so people think that, fires you know they think it's something complicated or something that's extravagant when i you know so when i go into these buildings i'm like no it's like it's literally you just not not shutting that door could be the difference so it's that that kind of amazed me once i went from the like you know the emsi to transitioning into this was like are you kidding me i'm like how is everything not on fire all the time (laughs) like did you guys learn that like did you guys kind of have that feeling Mm -hmm. when you got into firefighting where you're like what you're like like this is what houses are made of and it doesn't catch on fire all the time like or you know like like electrical problems like how is how is everything not on fire all the time yeah well i mean i came from a little bit of a i had construction background so i kind of you 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 were in that world i was already kind of knew a little (laughs) bit about it not not a ton but enough to 
you know, yeah. kind of know a little bit about it. What really kind of like from a safety standpoint is I don't know how the houses aren't collapsing faster than they do. Mm-hmm. given the construction methods and the materials used now of, you know, those gusset plates, mm-hmm. like how they ever got approved. It makes yeah, a little quarter inch piece of metal is holding your roof Dude, out. you can literally take one of those in your hand and fold it over mm-hmm. small enough to where you could put it in a shirt pocket. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm not talking, you ain't got to be a strong man to do it. It's thin ass fucking metal and it fails super fast. Now, the bonus to that is, or the the one caveat to that is, usually where they're at in the construction is pretty decent distance away from fire, unless it's an attic fire where it's impinged on, you know, directly. So if you've got like a room in contents or something like that, it's not such a big concern. But if you've got some wiring in your attic or whatever, and that kind of sets some stuff off, then, then you can got, have problems. But yeah. then also, you know, look, when is a majority of the fires that we run? They're at night or they're in the middle of the day when nobody's home. And then how long has this thing been burning? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what neighborhood are we in? What's the construction type? Okay, we have an unknown time of burn. Okay, now we're here and we can see what the construction is. So we've got unknown type of burn or unknown time. And now we know what type of construction it is, and we know that that fails in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Where's the fire at? Like, how intense is it? Like, yeah. And then everything that's, you know, I mean, all the stuff in this house. I got TVs and carpet and oh, like TVs all, are horrendous. <laughs> yeah, all this, all these petroleum-based products, mm-hmm. they're in every home. Yeah. They burn hotter, faster. I mean, yeah. You T- typical rule is uh, fifteen minutes after flashover, and you're you should pull out. Yeah, but when did flashover occur? That's the question. Mm, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that's how, the question. How far into it do you get flashover? Yeah. Then depends. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you know, building material. What's the furniture in the house? So you could have an older house with new furniture mm-hmm. that will now it's synthetic, so it changes. Yeah. You know, has the house been renovated? So is it new drywall, or yeah. is it still the old? Plaster. Stucco and pla- yeah. or plaster, or or whatever, you know what what type of wood was used? Was it <clears throat> the new wood that's been compressed a million times and it's shit? Yeah, or is it a solid beam? Yeah, or is it a solid beam? Yeah, I will say it, it is exciting to be able to partake in these conversations <laughs> now because now I like I can be like oh I know what you're talking about. Like, like, I read that in a book. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen that before. So I've just, heard that. You, you don't know what you've signed yourself up for, Anna, because now that I know that you know and that I know that you're doing that job, guess who's going to get called whenever I'm on duty and I need an inspector? Hell yes. You think she's not in your area. Yes. I'm not, yeah, I'm not in your area, but that doesn't mean that I won't. Does, doesn't mean that I'm not going to call her and go, hey, yeah. I need somebody. Hey, guess what? Um, something happened and see what happened was (laughs) and i tell you my wife hates it she hates because it's like you can't turn your brain off Mm -mm. you know once you know something you're like well i gotta check it like we we Mm -hmm. stayed in a hotel we went out of town um a couple weekends ago and we stayed in a hotel and walking down the hallway you know and i'm like 
Oh, there's a fire extinguisher. My gosh, probably check that. Make sure it's up to date. And then, and then I'm like, okay. So our room's by the exit. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna go make sure that door opens and make sure. Okay, cool. Like the exit's clear. Like, I mean, it, it's like I cannot turn my brain off. But it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. What do you I, want? I, I, I walked to my <laughs> hotel room. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Well, I'm still so I'm 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 baby inspector. I'm like this is still new. It's exciting. I like it. Like, yeah. give me a couple years. Like, she I might. She hasn't I might, gotten I might, jaded yet. Let's no. let's yeah. have her keep let me the grow. Level. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let me let me. I'm a child. Let me enjoy my we'll youth before I grow up. That'll be her fourth appearance in a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll. I'll have like just like dark bags and I'll just be like. Oh, I don't <laughs> just while she's smoking a cigarette just yeah. like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> I hate fire extinguishers Burn it down <laughs> yeah there's been a lot of fires in here yeah I don't, I don't yeah. give a fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> more vacant lots <laughs> more, more. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to inspect it next year so <laughs> <laughs> how do you inspect a foundation well um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's still there, there. Yeah. it's there so, yeah, so it's it's been a it's been a unique weird transition and I kind of try to just try to just be excited and, you know, just kind of embrace the the new. I, I was going to say it seems like you have a pretty good attitude about it and you have been able to to pivot, which I'm sure it was difficult and, you know, we kind of talked about that a little bit, but a lot of pet talks. I, I a lot of that, therapy. Uh, well, and <laughs> lots of therapy. That's important, but mm-hmm. also your perspective. Yeah. Like that's something that gets overlooked because I mean you could very easily, you know, glass half empty. You know, this is yeah. this is not what I want to do. This is and just not let that go instead of going, you know what? This is where I'm at. I'm going to make the best of it and I can still help people. Mm-hmm. And I can still maybe not in the way that I used to, but it, I have a mission. I have mm-hmm. something to do that is valuable. Yeah, and I I kind of joke about I'm like I I'm like I still have a patient. It's just a really large building. You're not wrong. It's yeah. the same thing, you know. I got to make sure it's. But it's, but you didn't always think like that. No. No. Oh, there there, there was there was some pessimism. Well, dude, well, the, I didn't mean, know. It wasn't, well, I, it's, it's, it was normal. Don't get me wrong. Well, and it was like I had I had no idea. I had no idea what I was walking into. Plus, oh, no. I was walking away from something that I really enjoyed doing. Yeah, which is part of it. Um, just because what what we were doing while we were healing wasn't really an official job, so to speak, yeah. and so which not to get into specifics, but I think yeah. it should be yeah it, it, to one hundred percent be a department that we have. Yeah, so that that was really difficult was to find something that makes you feel useful again and and feel like you're part of a team and you know like you like you have something to contribute and then they're like hey um you have to go over there where you don't know anything about anything and you might hate it yeah i'm like what oh no yeah. you know but it was either that or no paycheck yep so i was like okay i can i can get on board yeah. i can get on board with that um it's, it's definitely all outlook yeah yeah and i th- and how you want to react to, to whatever it is and well, that's, making the best of a bad situation until you figure it out. That's mm-hmm. called resilience. <laughs> Whatever, nerd. <laughs> it's true. It I'm not true. the one that uh, looked up and ordered Max Headroom from freaking. It wouldn't let me do it on my phone. I got to do it when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do it on the TV. 
<laughs> oh my god. I, uh, yeah. So I'm going to give you a little backstory, Anna, oh, which I'm not sure that you know. But so you know, Chris and I worked together for a long time at the same station, right? Yeah. So we used to have this. Like we both like bad TV. Kind of like B-movies, that kind of I stuff. I would never have guessed that yeah. at all. No. Yeah. So we used to play this game with our old captain. <laughs> he didn't know it was a game, but we knew it was a game. Of We would try to find the worst movie or TV show possible and see how long he would last. <laughs> yes. Gamer was one of my favorites. Gamer was fantastic. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it because yeah. you knew what you were going to get. So we, you, you know, have you ever seen Gamer I, with Gerard, Gerard Butler? Butler? No, so, I don't think so. It so sounds familiar, but I don't so, the watch. So the mm. premise of this movie, right, is that you have little nanobots in your head that people can control, mm-hmm. and like the Sims, yeah, like okay. the Sims, but then they change it to be like this Call of Duty thing. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a little it, both. Like you have that one world, and then you have your Call of Duty world. Yeah. And they're using convicts, and Gerard Butler plays the the main character who's been wrongly accused of, like, killing this person because he's, like, some elite soldier or whatever, and, like, the guy wants him for the game. So, but anyway, long story short. So, that's the premise of the movie, right? Remember, I just said, nanobots in your head that people can play you like Call Call of Duty. Duty. yeah. So, we're watching this movie, and it's a good, what, like, hour and a half? Oh, yeah, I think we're into... a good hour and a half. Hour, hour 45? Yeah. I mean, it's getting, like, there's, like, 15 minutes left in the movie, right? Where he's escaping from this prison. And spoiler alerts. Spoiler alert. God, this dang movie's it, guys. Like, I was going to watch this it. This movie's, like, 10 years old. Yeah. So, but Still he, worth a watch. He somehow, like, this hacker, hacktivist group um, gets him, like, a bottle of vodka, and he drinks that. And, like, is all, like, stumbling, bumbling, whatever, and runs into this garage in the Call of Duty map, right? And then he makes himself throw up in the gas tank of this truck. And then he pees in it. Yeah, Yeah, logical. Then he Mm -hmm. he pees in it, right? That's what I would do. This is the point where our captain slams his hands on the table, (laughs) gets up and goes, this is unbelievable, and storms out. Not the nanobots in your head. You know, I I understand that, though, because when it's like when you could make, when something's so unrealistic, you're like, okay, my brain understands that. But when you make something that could be realistic and you just do a shitty job, I'm like, fuck this movie. I'm done. (laughs) Like, you have lost me. Like, yeah. You're talking like a really high proof of alcohol here yeah that's maybe the diesel engine i don't know maybe <laughs> there had some gas ran. in it and then he thinned out the diesel because it, it gummed up and the green alcohol broke it apart to where it started i don't know the mechanics behind it it's uh, a sci-fi i'm not movie. an engineer i don't know it's a sci-fi movie so it would not work in a diesel engine 100 percent, but it would work hey man, in a and down periscope engine. he put whiskey into the diesel engine because it thinned out the mixture and gave him another four knots of why they were hauling ass um, I wouldn't take mechanic advice from down Periscope. Hey, man, he he was an old drunk from World War II, all right? <laughs> he probably Pretty knows, sure he, he knew what he was talking about. Uh, well, and it was in the script. Yes. So, but yeah, so. I think it was the same guy from Hoosiers. I No. Did you guys? No, it was Harry no. Dean Stanton. Yeah. Not Hoosiers, no. sorry. Did you guys ever watch that movie with the, the killer tire? No, no. I think it's called like rubber. It's literally it's a possessed tire, and it just rolls along, and it like it kills people in the desert. 
We've, Jay and I have talked about watching it. We just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Okay, I haven't either. But, but it's, yeah. it's, I so think that that's wasn't, definitely that wasn't the best movie. Yeah, the the worst was Night of the Chicken Dead. <laughs> I found it on Netflix. That's back when Netflix sent you the DVD, and I had to wait months <laughs> yeah. to get it. <laughs> and he brought that in. I got up and walked out of that one. It I watched was, the entire. Thing. It was that. How was it? Bad. Awful. So awful. But like, great. but like good. No, no. Like, it's so awful it's good? No. no. It was so awful it was awful, but I enjoyed it so much. Cause it the, was... Because I bet, bet him that we he couldn't sit there the entire movie. <laughs> How yeah. long was it? It was about mm. 90 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, an hour and a half. And it whatever. was a painful, <laughs> painful 90 minutes. I think... And he, and he sat there the entire time, and that's where I got my enjoyment from. <laughs> like, you, you're dying. <laughs> you should have a side podcast, like like Mystery Science Theater, where we watch mm. shitty movies and we just comment on them. That's not a horrible idea. Because I got some shitty movies that I could bring to the table that are pretty damn good. <laughs> I love shitty movies. <laughs> pretty damn good. You have to figure out the technology to do that. Start with like back have us though. like in the like look like we're in a theater. Like, huh? yeah. Yeah, we could definitely do backdraft or oh, hell yeah. episodes of Chicago Fire or Station nineteen. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. I do I do oh, want to so gonna fire department chronicles it. Uh, oh fuck yeah. God. We're taking Jason's stuff. <laughs> I can't even I can't even with that. We'll zoom him in. Yeah. I can't even. No. It's ridiculous. It's I, absolutely ridiculous. I mean nine on one is just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse. I watched Did those you guys on, ever those watch... on Facebook and I'm like um, makes my butthole pucker. Did you guys watch? Um, oh, God damn it! What was it? It was uh, the ambulance crew, and it was like they were basically. It was kind of like Super Troopers, but the ambulance version. And they Talk were about sirens. Yes, it was yes. on USA. Yes, yes. That, that was, was great. good. That was, that was I liked it. Very good. That was like some of these like are those believable. three dudes yeah. and like yeah. yeah. I like one of I like the gay. one where the dude gets impaled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of the episodes, but uh, I see that one pop up on Facebook all the time. He's got a piece of rebar sticking straight <laughs> through him. <laughs> he's all happy because he's gonna get paid at the city job. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> he's like, I don't need to go to the hospital. He called it for his buddy who passed out when he sunk. <laughs> He's like, doesn't even hurt. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that, 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 that I can do. I can do that. That was really good. See, I enjoyed that. I wish they wouldn't have canceled it. Yeah, yeah. it was good. That was, that was funny. It was a good show. It's shows like that, I think, is like, and I'm being biased because I will sit there and I'll watch like NCIS or, I you know, NCIS. like those type <laughs> so of like good. cop shows. CSI. I'll sit there and watch. CSI. See, I wasn't a CSI fan. I, the original. <sighs> When it Las first Vegas. came out, yeah. When it first came yes. out, we watched it all the I time. I never yes. watched it, and that was actually pretty. I mean, like, yes, it's not realistic, we, but it's no. it's pretty yeah. accurate. We, we, like the science some, part of it is, yeah. And some of CSI <laughs> Miami was good, and then it kind of got off the rails. I was like, once your main core, we always take core, off his glasses and be yeah. like, "That's going to be a silly situation or something I'm, stupid." I love it. Hear, hear, <laughs> hear the scream. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I think like, and maybe it's just biasness from being a firefighter that you know i don't want to see shows like because i think they're done they're not done well like mm-hmm. they're done un, so unrealistically uh well, that's, that's that liberty hollywood takes yeah but you know what but if, like if you watch sirens or tacoma fd yeah I was gonna say, tacoma's you know, something that's like it's funny and pokes fun at it. Yeah, yeah and it's completely everybody knows that it's just yeah there's yeah. no interpretation with that you yeah. know that's not what it is yeah yeah but like people will watch Chicago Fire or, you and know, they're like, the, oh, that's what they do. It's it, like, no, yeah, no. But if you, you watch know. one of those cop shows with a uh, somebody who's in 
oh. the FBI or NCIS or yeah. whatever. They're They'd gonna, be like, yeah, and that's they're, not They're, they're going to motherfucker. It's like watching, <laughs> so like Bart and I, whenever we watch like a, any type of war movie or anything mm-hmm. like that, it's the same fucking thing. Like the whole time he's sitting there like, that's not right. That's not accurate. <laughs> that he's wearing his gear wrong. You don't carry that, yeah. that, that, that gun yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, dude. Shut the fuck up! It's Chuck Norris, man. <laughs> yeah, well, like, that, that's a whole, whole different ball game. We know Uzis are not accurate. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> they are when Chuck Norris shoots them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. He can do anything he wants. Did you ever see the thing where um, who was it that did it? It might have been uh, Brandon Herrera, somebody else. I don't know. Somebody on YouTube that went through like the stages of gun use in movies. So, like, the 70s, they shot one way, and then the 80s, mm-hmm. all the movies, they shot one way, and then the 90s, and then it's like the 2000s, like, oh, they're shouldering a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I still like it when you see the old movies and they got a hold of their wrist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hold on. Like, well, then makes you, you more But then accurate. you have the flashlight yeah. in the other hand, so you can, mm-hmm. you can, well, I mean, you I'm, know. That's, that one's not wrong. Now you should have. But you should have. Two hands. How am I supposed to shoot it if I can't see it? That's why you, when you buy a pistol, they have that little indention. It's for a flashlight. I so should, I should put a flashlight. And on it's my... funny you bring that up because, uh, according to some other special operators, mm-hmm. they don't like having lights on their guns. I don't blame them because it makes you a target. Yeah. yeah. Like, and oh, wanna... I can't see you, but I'm going to shoot your light, and I'm probably odds are good I'm going to hit you. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I cannot. But I'm not going to walk around like this either when I'm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, if I'm at if I'm at home, like, I don't know. There's enough light for me to see in this house. I don't mm-hmm. need a light. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't. My house isn't like it's not pitch. And even if even if no lights were on, like you could still see a little bit. Yeah, we got plenty of light in our house. So. Yeah. Even at night. Cool. Yeah. Glad I got that figured out. Yeah. One less thing I have to worry about. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure if my dog's going ape shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he doesn't know yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, if it's you. three in the morning and there's someone in my house, yeah. I'm probably going to You're shoot about you. to learn a lesson you didn't want to yeah. learn. Yep. That's the old fuck around and find out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like, yeah, we need a board so we can be like, if you fuck around, you find <laughs> out. Great. Now this is going to be a teaching moment. <laughs> yes. Isn't that kind of what we do on the podcast anyways, educate people? This is it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an education about in a roundabout life way. and yeah. and shitty things that happen and how to just go forward with your life. Yeah, how to build some resilience, take mm-hmm. the steps you need to take. Yep, yep, yeah. I um, I do, I do want to credit you a little bit with that because you're oh, okay. You're okay. Come on. I know, I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're killing Jeremy me, right hold now. Hold on. Yesterday was so good, Anna. Yesterday was so good because he got shit on all night long. Like, it was fantastic. Like, to the point where he actually just shut up and sat there. Wow. Yeah. I I took the high road. I was like, I'm just going to let it happen. Yeah. Just let it happen. And I was sitting over here gigging. Because usually I'm the one in the box. The penalty box? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like... Hey, everybody can take a turn. Sometimes you're the bat. Sometimes you're the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I... Your, you shared some of your your dick like tendencies with me. <laughs> you Refra- shared your dick that, with me. Please, 
Please <laughs> rephrase, rephrase that. that. You, you shared your asshole tendencies with me. That's not even How, better. Yeah, I know. I know. But you're such a dick that I can't. I'm not a dick. Yes. That's what, that's what dicks say. That's what... That's, <laughs> hi, I'm Chris. Hi, Chris. What's our motto? I am not a dick. That's like your slogan at like Dicks Anonymous. <laughs> But thank you. Meetings okay. every Tuesday. Okay, so thank you for sharing your stubbornness or and your resilience and your resiliency with me to kind of like kick my ass a little bit to be like, hey, I can either do something that's positive that actually makes a fucking difference, or sorry, or I can. I don't know why I felt the need to apologize from uh, saying that. I don't know. Um, ba- basically, what I said was, you can nut up or shut up. Yeah, and and like so it was like I, you know, I mean I don't know what the catalyst was, or I mean it was probably just the whole situation, but it was kind of like okay, like I can either I've tried being miserable, I've tried being obsessed and anxious and trying to like like I like to, I like to analyze things and pick things apart, and I've tried it's like I've tried to pick this apart in every which way I can to try and make sense of it, or I can just do something else. And just chalk it up to, hey, this sucks, but it doesn't have to. Or it doesn't have to always suck. Get to a point of acceptance. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of... Actually, I think what I said was, you got to embrace the suck. Well, yeah. I Did mean, you? Did you say that? Oh, yeah. Because you have to. I mean, you're going, you're, you're going down a new road. You don't know what that road's going to do. Yeah. You're creating a new path for yourself. So that path isn't an easy path. It's not paved. And you you've got to you got to put the work in, so you're cutting the grass, you're tilling the dirt, you're stamping it out, you're putting the gravel down, you're putting rebar into your concrete, you're you're I doing love, all these I little things. I love his analogies. So <laughs> you're you're going from through tilling all these... to putting down rebar. I mean, you're really you're building. So yeah. you're doing a lot. You're so doing not, a lot so there. You're, you're creating this path for yourself. <laughs> not accurate on building a path, by no. the way. But no, continue. is that not what you do? Uh, not quite. I'm just throwing but, a whole bunch of different yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. Like, and then you get some bricks and yeah. some cement and, and then you, some wood. You take the dirt and yeah. you put it over the bricks and yeah. then you have the 12 chickens in a coop and then the yeah. half a dozen to the so, other. And, and now you got a farm. Now you're good. You and got look, look at where, But, you know, look at where you started and look at where you're going. Yeah. I mean, things are always going to change. It's gonna, You're going to keep upgrading and you're going to keep building on it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to suck. Yeah. So you got to embrace the suck as you go through because you're, you're, you're tearing things apart. To rebuild them in a better way. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's something that we we've kind of talked about of, you know, growth. Like, and we've talked about it in the terms of, you know, the question has been asked. You know, can you do this job for an extended period of time and not be changed? Mm-hmm. And I, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and like really the answer is pretty simple. Why wouldn't you change? Yeah. Because as you get older and get more experience and go through life, you're not going to be the same person you were, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. Like you need to grow and change and evolve. And I'm not talking about like it has to be in drastic ways, but the goal should always be self-improvement and doing a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So you got to make sure you make the right change. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's say what growth is. I, just only, say it. I, I only did. like to make the wrong kind of changes. How is self improvement not ta- he's clear? He's talking here. You got to talk here. How well, is how is self improvement not level. clear? Basic level. How, like basic level. 
No, I I agree with I agree with Jeremy. I I think it's I get what you're saying. I do. I get what you're saying. I I think it's just it's you should you should just kind of accept that you might not be the same person anymore. It doesn't even have to be actively changing. It's just being open to something different and open to, yeah, to something new. Yeah. You don't have to go all gung-ho about it, but just be open to it and not not resist it and just be like, you know, fighting every little push or pull in a different direction. Just like, just lean into it, you know? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Duh. It's growth. <laughs> kind of like surfing. Don't fight the wave. Have no, you guys, have you guys go with it. Have you guys seen Bridesmaids? Mm, no. Once. Oh, damn it. All right, never mind. This, that quote would have been wasted on both of you, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. I, There's a quote where the two of the main characters are talking, and they're like, well, I mean, do people really change? And the other one's like, yeah, I mean, I think we're changing all the time. And then, like, because they're, they're talking, they both have a, the same best friend, mm-hmm. and one of them used to be best friends with this gal, and then this other girl's the new best friend. So she's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't really think people change. You know, like, I think I think they're, they're just the same. And then the other girl's like, well, they're the same, but they, they get different. Like, they get better, and then they change. <laughs> so they just are gone. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think 100%, like... You should, I mean, you're going to. That's just the course of life in general. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, you get more experience, you get older, you know, you, hopefully you get a little wiser. Yeah. I mean, not always, yeah. but. <laughs> I was going to say, know, this one over here, I'm still yeah, waiting, but, well, you know. You know, and I'll tell you, Anna, to be honest, he's he's not the same person he was whenever we went through the academy. You know, I have heard that so many times from different people that you are not the same person that you were. And I will say, even when I first met you at uh, that station, the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm always evolving. Yes, like, yeah, yeah I I'm mean, like a Pokemon. <laughs> I, I don't are, get that reference. Yeah. Which one? Any of them? They all evolve. Do they? Do they? They're all kind of the same. I mean, Pikachu is Pikachu, though. Would you start time. using references that the rest of us can understand? No, I'm having more fun this way. <laughs> Doesn't make for great conversation, though. Yeah. But yeah, Good as he's, the times, man. As he's gotten a little older, a little wiser, he's, believe it or not, he is less abrasive now. I do know that, yes. Yeah. I do know that. But I believe I have some... I, I, I went and bought a filter. You exfoliated? <laughs> I I do exfoliate. I want to take a shower. Is that loofah? <laughs> it's amazing. Did you get a new loofah? Every few months. Oh, whenever Jane buys it, I don't know how often it is. <laughs> I just show up and there's a new one. Like, okay. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, all right. I guess it was time to get a new one. I've had since <laughs> I was 12, but yeah. okay. I like that one. It still had two strings <laughs> yeah. left. She's like, I got you a loofah, a toothbrush. <laughs> like, what was the time? Okay. All right. Oh. God, yeah, if she her. ever everything ever happens to her, I'm screwed. <laughs> You're gonna be, yeah. yeah. I hope she's got like a folder that'll get sent to me. <laughs> it'll list <laughs> everything I'm supposed this to do. This is your lifetime's worth of um, yeah. loofahs. These are the bills we have. These are the passwords. Yeah. This is how you pay them. Yeah. yeah. On this date, change this. Yeah. And on this date, change this. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you shower every day. Yeah. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how you make dinner. <laughs> Don't kid anybody. 
you know you're not going to cook. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Which brings us the, to the other fucking story. It got brought up earlier today. Oh, the mac and cheese. Mac and cheese oh, no. with tuna fish in it. Yeah. So, same ca- same captain, right? So He told station- me to start cooking. I was like, the only thing I can cook is mac and cheese and tuna. And he's like, fucking make it. I was like, okay. So you put it together? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make your mac and cheese. Uh-huh. You take your tuna, drain the water, then stir it up. I mean, I get it. It was the single worst meal that I have ever had. On the fire department. Guess you never had to cook again. You. <laughs> For real. That's, that's how didn't. you do it. If you, yeah. if you yeah. make something shitty I, enough. I wasn't lying when I said I can't cook. <laughs> now, I did have a, a captain that made something that was pretty horrendous. But I at the, I don't know. I was like, I'm just happy to not have to cook it like i don't know i'm on the you know i'm i'm i, I don't have time to yeah. to, to, to question yeah. what i'm putting in my mouth <laughs> i just need to eat it the other <laughs> firefighter with us was pissed <laughs> yeah i know Mm-mm. yeah yeah oh well yeah remember how mad he was <laughs> well yeah because he was he well was it all started phenomenal be- cook yeah and he got tired of cooking i don't blame him i don't blame him either was he the only one that, that he was cooked? the only one yeah. that was cooking and he was a great cook yeah and I think we probably kind of took it for granted a little bit. We did. Then our captain was like, okay, enough's enough. You guys are going to help too. And Chris found a way out. <laughs> I, I wasn't, made that mistake I again. wasn't smart enough to. <laughs> You're um, like, well, I guess I'll try to make something actually yeah. decent. And well, Jeremy's like, not oh, a bad okay. cook. As long as it's not moose. Or elk. Whatever. Elk. I was like, and, do you cook moose? Like <laughs> uh, Elk. And I cooked it perfectly no it was, good. it was raw it's not raw it was raw <laughs> look it was like he just cut it out <laughs> and threw it on your plate Here you go. here's the thing like, i walked it over the fire guys i don't know what you want from me I, I waved it in the general direction of the fire that's enough with elk you if you overcook elk it happens really really fast which you, you can, which you did the first time yeah is it like it, really like gamey and well it, or just like chewy and it gets super tough yeah so like it has to be rare to be good and those guys rare is not raw the those guys are the type that like well done steaks i do not like my steak well done i mean he looks the type no yeah he looks the type shoe leather is up yeah yeah ketchup on your yeah i will stab you put ketchup on your steak i don't put ketchup on my steak all right so but anyway yes i had some elk and i made it and 15 years later it was terrible. Still talking shit about it. I ate all of it. It was fucking fantastic. It the chicken tartare I made like was better. More elk for me then. Yeah. Yeah. You just lost out. Oh. So yes, cooking at the fire station. You, you cut into it and it was little blood came out. You're like, no, <laughs> no. Are you, done? Are you done? Trying to hold back vomit. You just let, just let I mean, that'll, that's more views. We'll yeah. use that yeah. as the as the picture. Yep. Go ahead. Now, now I'm getting that GI smell again. <laughs> <laughs> Best call ever. Best call ever. I was fine till that medic wafted that blanket. I threw up. Did you? I, oh. oh, yeah. So he he almost ripped a glass door, a sliding glass door, off the tracks to get out of this apartment. I didn't want to puke in the apartment. I really didn't. It was like, now granted, I've been standing 
in this with the medic for a good couple minutes before he couldn't, he couldn't smell it. He brings the the cot in with our captain, and we, the oh, best you're, part you're is you're one of those guys. We had this was just bad. we had just finished eating lunch. Oh yeah, I no. mean just finished. And had, by like, the way, still, we couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't make those sandwiches again. It was that for, big sandwich? Oh, I was years. Yeah. yeah, years. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh, it was a GI bleed. Yeah, and he'd been, been the guy three been, days. Yeah, oh, I'm, I, I, I mean, I felt bad for him. I really did. Yeah, yeah. And then like you, like the well, covers were on. No, no, it wasn't his fault at all. Yeah. yeah. And then when that, so you could smell it. It was bad. So I was like, I'm not going in there. I'll stay yeah. out here. You get that waft, and you're like, and then oh, it's overwhelming. The covers go like this for some yeah. reason, straight up in the air, and right. Yeah. I made it about two or three steps outside. Yeah, it's a good good thing it was a first floor apartment. Oh, yeah. You'd be puking off a balcony. Yeah, I would have. All the people underneath. Because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. 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 Yep. So then, was... I, then I walked around all the way back around. And, Where'd you come from? I threw up. Yeah. And the, like, <laughs> his face was a color that is not natural for a human being to have. <laughs> I'm sure. And like... Are you, you okay? That okay? was bad. I mean, it was bad. We've all been there. I mean, I've had. That's the one I've that got me. I've thrown up since. But that one got me. I've had my fair share. I haven't. I haven't thrown up. Yeah, I hadn't thrown up from any smells. I came very, very close. Very, very close. I actually almost threw up because of the. Have you ever thrown up because of the amount of blood Mm-mm. that you're? That was weird. the amount doesn't bother me. Like blood it, doesn't bother. It was that blood, mixture. Blood doesn't bother me either until it was like. I could smell all of the blood. I could smell like I could smell the blood. Yeah, I mean, and it I, was like oh. that, that doesn't bother me. But when you, it's the poo and the puke. Well, this dude's fistula ruptured, so it was a lot of blood. That is a lot of blood. Yeah, he didn't die though. So Just throw a tourniquet on it. That didn't stop it. His fistula was like almost all the way up in his armpit. So I had to put the so I put the tourniquet right up above it and it didn't work. Mm. So then my partner and I were like, I mean, we were just like fucking wrapping this thing up like crazy because we just couldn't get it to stop. So, so what if I combat saw, guys would work on that. I uh, yeah, I don't know. So here's what That's you do question. if like for some reason you find yourself in that situation before. I've seen this work. So you take a fifty caliber round and you take the end off of it or a shotgun shell. Mm-hmm. And you pour the gunpowder in it, and then you take a, a stick that's on fire and touch it to it. Works every time. Cauterize it. Cauterize that shit yeah. right there. I'll I'll write that down. Yeah. For next time. I know yeah. Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. did that. Stallone. Stallone did that. Yeah. I mean, if I saw it it's in a movie, tried and, it's, it's yeah. tried and true. Yeah. 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 Like the whole <laughs> bullet hole through his side, and he does that. Mm-hmm. I'm Get, sure getting picked up then, by the arrow. Yeah. And- <laughs> You know, flames shooting out both yeah. sides. I'm sure that didn't do anything to his internal organs. No. I'll do that. I, I'll keep that. Hollywood. I'll keep that handy. Yeah. It just. You I know, should have done that for this from guy. An, I from, mean, he, he should have. From an EMT to a paramedic. Yeah. I mean, Thank you. sometimes, you know. Sometimes yeah. you got to think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. Adapt yeah, no, and overcome. I, I did feel bad. I, like, once my, because we were on our way to the hospital and, and I was like screaming at my partner i was like either get there faster or get back here because this is not gonna go south really quick <laughs> and we got to the hospital and like he jumped in and i kind of just like i had to just like step away for a moment because i mean i'm just like blood is just like all over, and i'm just like okay like, I just need a second. I just, <laughs> okay and then i just got right back but it was like a, this like okay, cool and then yeah yeah not much you can do about that no 
And he, it was so, it was actually kind of funny because he's just laying there and he's just like, like he's like humming. He's like, I'm like, you did a good job of staying calm. I'm like, we're going to get this taken care of. And he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to be fine. Like, okay. How high was he? Uh, well, his blood pressure was pretty low. So I th- I don't think he was all there. Ah, uh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll yeah. happen. So, yeah, it was, uh. I mean, when you have a rupture like that, all bets are off. Yeah. It's whatever you can get. Man, stop it. It was so funny coming back down. Just put a new one in on the other side. It was so funny coming back down to the ambulance. You know, you, have you ever had those calls where you come back down to the ambulance and you look inside and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like that. Like you don't you don't realize how much crap you know how much stuff was in there. And my partner and I are just kind of silent and we're cleaning it up. And I was like, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry. I forgot it was that time of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to bring a tampon." <laughs> It was the only thing I knew. It was the only way to like break, you know, kind of break the like, oh fuck, you know, moment of just being like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> and now we laugh about it to this day. Hey, you got it. That happens. Yeah. Sometimes it's a heavy flow day. Um, I do want to ask you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I have two questions. Part part one. How how are things um, now that you're back in the field? Or like, how, I know I've asked you this before, but like, I mean, just sore. Yeah, about it. Is everything else just kind of feels the same? The most, whether the whether whether yeah. you want to take that emotionally, physically, emotionally, yeah. I mean, just get right back into it. Took a few shifts, and then, but there's always that relearning period for your body after being off and surgeries because you never come back the same sometimes you come back different and better <laughs> yeah sometimes you embrace change yeah but i mean grow. there there's not pain anymore which is a good thing mm-hmm. but just there's soreness just working on that well, you know, going on that fitness journey, it's going to help with that, buddy. I promise. Anyway, which part two? Part, <laughs> thank you. Um, part two is what, um, and I apologize, I'm sure you guys have talked about this before, but what do you guys do to decompress from um, like shitty calls or like bad shifts or, you know, those calls that are just a little bit beyond the normal stress? Um, so for me, you know, we talked about what my role is now and I've had, while I was floating, I had a couple of calls that were really crappy and I was fortunate enough to, uh, the station that I was at whenever had said calls, everybody was pretty open about talking. So I was able to talk with other people and, and kind of, you know, process that way. And, you know, I can always talk to my wife if I, you know, feel the need to, um, play video games. I, I, I actually have hobbies now that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I think that helps immensely. Mm-hmm. So, but mostly it's actually doing kind of what we're supposed to do anyway, whenever we have that bad call is talk to people yeah. and, you know, talk to the rest of the crew and, you know, initially I was doing it, like, because, you know, I'm the captain. I have to make sure that everybody else is good. Yeah. And then kind of realizing, okay, well, that's really just 
I'm still not dealing with me. Yeah. And then I had to kind of do that whole thing where it's like, okay, it's more valuable for them even if I show that, hey, this bothered me too, and it's okay for me to do that. Yeah. So, and it was, you know, it, it's a learning process of, you know, being in charge or whatever, mm-hmm. going from one of the guys who lets, you know, you know, being led to doing the leading. Yeah. And this was no different. I mean, we we talked about it on the podcast multiple times, you know, before either of us got promoted about, yeah. hey, you know, we need to do this and this is what needs to happen and all that stuff. But then even when it did happen, it was still that, well, like I know what to do, but still feel uncomfortable doing it. Going until, through that process. Yeah, until it actually started doing it. And now it's just, it's one of those things. If we have a bad call or if I know that, you know, the pumper, the ambulance that is at my station or the truck even, if if I know that they've run a bad call, mm-hmm. then I go check on them. And it's, hey, you guys need to talk. What's going on? You know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm not, like, trying to overstep anybody or, you know, <clears throat> go around their captain or whatever. It's just the way that I see myself as being the district safety officer, that's just part of it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm checking on my people yeah. because they are my people. I'm I'm not in charge of any of them, but I feel like I'm responsible for all of them. Mm-hmm. And that goes from on the fire ground to in the station or whatever. So I want to take care of them as much as I can and help out any way that I can. Yeah. So Well, and it's like their wellness impacts their ability to function and to do their job and to be it, alert, you know, focused and, and you yeah, know, you're, so that's... You're 100% correct. No, I mean, I think that's really cool that you're you're setting the tone and, like, giving them permission. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know, there's this, um, what's her name? Do you guys ever watch Brene Brown? I've seen some of her stuff. She talks about, like, if you have a friend that, like, loses a child or something and then, like, you're weird about talking about your own child or something, like, you're basically kind of subtly making it that that conversation is no longer available like that's no longer an option yeah and so by opening up that that dialogue you're giving everybody permission okay like if i do want to share i'm able to yeah so yeah i mean i that's just that's awesome that that you do that and they're lucky to have you so i'm lucky to have all of them Most of them, some of them, <laughs> one or two of them. No. <laughs> no, I, you know, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'd landed in a really good spot with, you know, a lot of good people to work with. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy, even though it's all the way across the city, you know, I, I enjoy going to that station. Well, that says a lot too, you yeah. know, I mean, it, not that proximity to your home is always the best, but it's, you know, I think it says a lot when you're enjoying something that's out of the way. Yeah. You know. Well, and it's about, you know, and we've said it before, you know, just in conversation talking about it. It's not necessarily where you work, it's who you work with. Mm-hmm. And 100%. If, you, if you think about it, like logically, you're spending at least a third of your life with these people. Yeah. So you better be able to get along and you should, you know, at least have some level of friendship or mm-hmm. camaraderie. Yeah. You know, that's going to, that should develop. Yeah. It, there's nothing worse than going to a station or having to go to a station that's like, 
man, I hope so-and-so is off today or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that, you know, and to be quite honest, I was that guy for a while. You know, I was the guy that nobody wanted to be around because I was fucking miserable yeah. and I took it out on everybody else. And, you know, I don't want to be that guy and I don't want other people to be that, that person either. Yeah. So it's just all about moving the needle just a little bit. Just changing. Yeah. Just changing, growing. You hear that, Chris? He's changing. I blanked out. He actually snored on the <clears throat> podcast last oh, night. Oh, God, did you really? To the point where his microphone had to be turned off. Because um, he was trying to be funny, and it really just came out as him being a dick, surprisingly. Weird. He's going to do it again. Nope. Dude, come on. I, that was a lot, I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, careful. Our ears. My ears. I'm just worried about, you know, the people that actually do, you know, the the tens and tens of listeners that we do have might turn it off if he's doing that. The, t- the two listeners? Yeah. I mean, three. I mean, myself included. Okay, three. Maybe do four. you do you uh do you follow the podcast on Spotify by chance? Um, so I don't use Spotify all that much, but I do follow you guys on Instagram, and so mm-hmm. whenever I see one that's that like you know sparks mm-hmm. my interest, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go listen to that. Okay. So we'll make sure you're subscribed on Spotify. I will. That, that'll help us out. I will. <laughs> I may actually be subscribed. Shame I just don't fuck. use it. Uh, like I'm, we'll I'm, use it. I'm more of a YouTube person. Like YouTube. Like I, I yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a YouTube person. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a Spotify person. So, and one of the main reasons that we even started using Spotify was because I was getting feedback from people who were like they wanted to listen to the podcast, but because we were just on YouTube. Um, they couldn't like have it in their phone or on their phone playing while they were driving or whatever, or because it was always had to be on. Right. Mm -hmm. So with Spotify, (laughs) you can turn it on and then change your screen. You could do whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it still plays the audio portion of it. Yeah. And so after getting several, Hey man, uh, do you have just an audio version or something like that, man? Cause that would be super sweet and awesome. And I'm like, hey, bro, I got you. Asking and you shall deliver. Yeah. Asking and you shall receive. I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Got a little change in my pocket, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mm. the jokes are writing (laughs) themselves. Also, I watched Black Adam the other night. Have you seen that yet? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black Adam. Mm-mm. No, I liked it a lot. Um, I, really, I thought The Rock did a good job. I think The Rock did a good job. I think overall the movie missed. I enjoyed it. I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. There's a cup. There was one I scene I really missed. didn't like, and it was the the kid that was in it, the giant man, Adam Smasher no. or whatever his name. No, no, the 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 oh the the, the, the kid. kid. Yeah, it, it he didn't do a bad job overall. But it was uh, it was when he was getting everybody fired up. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude. <laughs> I turned around and went home after that speech. <laughs> like, there was no enthusiasm. You can't blame him for the script writers, bro. No, I, I don't think it was the, the, the words. It was the way he delivered it. And oh. he, and well, see, that's a director I, problem. And then. I didn't look him up, but I kind of got the sense he was fairly new. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm not mad at him. It's like, just work on it. 
Well, and that was probably the direction he got. So, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be on the director for that. Not going to be an issue because he won't be playing that role again. Because you know, James Gunn has gutted. Yeah, dude, he gutted good DC. So here's the dude. Here's the thing. So I like. We're, yeah, we're we, all, we know that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're we're all card carrying members, okay? Meetings on <laughs> Thursday in case you forgot. Yeah. Um the the problem with DC is they've just never delivered on any of the movies except for the Batman movies. That's it. Yeah. See, I still like the Superman movies. See, now I liked Henry Cavill's Superman. Yeah. That was good. It was too long, which was the the knock yeah. on it, but like you know I like the, the justice Snyder cut for D, for the Justice League. I liked it a lot. I never watched it, but I'm not a Zack Snyder fan. It was really good, and I don't like. It's the same problem I have with the Michael Keaton Batman's. I don't like that Tim Burton style of mm. really weird colors, like comic-y, and, like yeah, but uh, not com. It's like it's not even comic-y, It's like it's just weird to me. See, like it's like Val, I, Kil- like when Val Kilmer, Kilmer, Kilmer? No. Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton. Because that was kind of, of like that had some funky colors and yeah. like weird things to it too. Yeah, like day glow orange and neon, all yeah. of that yeah. kind of weird stuff. Yeah, I, I, I like Michael Keaton's Batman. That's Batman. I, I think he did a, a fantastic job, but dude, Christian Bale is Batman. Yeah, I'm sorry, he. But mm. nailed that role, and I, oh, I thought he did great. But I'll Michael be Keaton's honest, my Batman. I'll be honest, I didn't hate Ben Affleck as Batman. I didn't either. I was fully, I had I low was standards to. for it. I was like, the bar is set low, man. Let's see what you got. Yeah, and I, was I, like, I have not. Like, okay, seen I liked it. I've not seen him as Batman yet. So, but, is it worth it? Yeah, I, thought I mean, so. yeah, I thought so. I think the, you know, the movie kind of failed. Mm. You know, the Batman versus Superman, but. I don't think it was because of his performance. I think it was no, just... Just the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. DC goes in a... Like, I think part of it is everybody... Marvel hit on a winning formula of, you know, they had the right actors, they had the right characters, mm-hmm. the right, you know, writers and all that stuff. And they did it in a way that wasn't, like, super comic-y, like, with, like just like weird stuff and outlandish you know whatever mm. thor's kind of gotten that way but well but yeah it's still it, it works for me yeah well and it works for thor yeah because of whatever but for some reason and i don't know if it's the the editing or the script or like too much studio interference or whatever but all of the dc movies have just it's like they're almost there, but they just miss. Yeah. And it's enough of a miss to go, what the hell? Like, y- you had it. You were there. Yeah. And you fucked it up. What did, um? okay, I already kind of know. I think I already know the answer to this. What did you guys think of Wonder Woman? Gal Gadot. Um, so I actually liked the first Wonder Woman movie. I thought it was pretty good. I I thought it was really yeah. good. I thought the story was really good, you know, as far as like an origin story goes, mm-hmm. and I thought it was it was done well. Yeah. 1984. I didn't watch that one. I yeah, I've been it was holding awful. off on watching that cuz I've heard weird things about it. I I did not like it. Like her performance is fine. Yeah. She did fine. Yeah. 
But the whole thing of having Chris Pine come back, but he's in somebody else's body. And then it was just like, again, there's a lot of potential there. It just feels like they missed. Yeah. And how did this become a movie podcast? We talked about that <laughs> earlier about how we did shitty movie podcasts early and we weren't going to do that again. I don't know. We get know. stuck on tangents when you're yeah. here, Anna, like I, more I, than any other guests. <laughs> so we, we were going through Voodoo the other day looking for new movies to buy and watch. It's crap. It's yeah. crap upon crap. Yeah, there's nothing. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to pay money to see any of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, you guys should watch uh, the new uh, series, The Last of Us. It's based off that game. I didn't like the game. The The series is really good. It has... Um, They've been watching it at the station. I haven't been uh it i feel like it kind of is like it's very walking dead it is it is but it's there's a there's something it's almost like there's something there's a different vibe to it like it's kind of like stranger things meets maybe like um hunger games meets walking dead so it kind of has like that i don't know just that kind of vibe but i mean i thought it was pretty good but i also really like uh was it Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. I yeah, mm-hmm. I just I'm yeah. like oh okay yeah yeah. I liked him. In, I like him in Mandalorian. Yeah yeah yeah. I uh, yeah I didn't hate that show. Boba Fett didn't live up to yeah. I was disappointed in that one, but but I I, I see potential in it. Mm. I'm waiting for the Ahsoka show. I'm excited about that one. Is that even going to happen now? I think it still is. Yeah, I I don't know. To to be honest... Oh, Obi-Wan kind of disappointed me a little bit. I liked Obi-Wan. I uh, think I had, I had really high expectations for it. Yeah. So here's what annoys me about all of, like, a lot of those. Is they're, like, the limited series thing. Yeah. You know, where it's, like, six episodes... And that's it. That's the whole show. Yeah. It's like, just make a movie. I'm like, I just want more, though. Yeah. But, I mean, that's my point, though. It's yeah. like, make a movie or make a series. Mm-hmm. One or the other. <laughs> Don't make yeah. a movie and then split it up into six episodes. Yeah. Well, because there's so many routes they could take with each one of those characters. Yeah. You know, I'm, and I know everybody makes the argument, like, the, the whole series is about Darth Vader. All Star Wars is basically around him. Mm-hmm. But I want to know what happened after Revenge of the Sith. I want to see him hunt down the Jedi. I want to see him go deeper down the hole of the dark side. I want to see that. I mean, there, there's fan-made stuff that's been really good. There's comic books that have been pretty good. And I think that's probably the reason why you'll never see it. There's too much contradictory material. I just just pick a path. I mean, I don't I don't care if they contradict the comic books or the fan stuff. It's I'm okay with it. Yeah, but you're, you just want something. You're just one voice. I mean, that's why it's taken so long for them wanna... to make the sequel for Heir to the Empire. Like why they're just now doing that years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, that book was written in the freaking nineties or late eighties or something. Yeah, but look how look how many books came out and how many different paths they go down. Oh, I know. And then look, you, get, you can look at my bookshelf. And then you get the movies, and there's something different. Yeah. 
Like, oh, because you, you, you see the characters are like, oh, we're going to go this way. Yeah. Like, they're talking about bringing Thrawn in. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And you're like, okay, it's going to go this way, but we're going to get something completely different. Yeah. After reading the books. Yeah. They're not going to follow the the source material. No. Which is going to disappoint a lot of people, probably, including but if me. It's, but if it's done right, you're not. Mm, there's still a level of disappointment there. Which is probably why I didn't like Boba Fett. Yep, I'm in trouble. Because... I was supposed to be home <laughs> half hour ago. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. okay. The, the wife texted me like 20 minutes ago and was like, where are you? And I'm like, you know where I am. <laughs> it's okay. She... Okay. I, it's, well, it's weird since... that our wives like us. Do you ever think about that? Mm-hmm. Well, almost... Do you think that? Uh, what? About that, your wife? That's weird that she likes me? Yeah. Like, like she wants to be around you. Um. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be around me sometimes, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't know why she wants to be like around right me. Now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're kind of off on a tangent right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, more, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Final thoughts. Oh, I don't, I don't want to, you go, you go first. I don't know what my final thoughts are. Chris. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have one tonight. All be, right. Be positive, man. Yeah. Don't worry. Personal growth. Be happy. Yeah. Yep. Personal growth. Make, uh, uh, if you got lemons, make lemonade. Better have sugar. For your lemonade. Adapt and overcome. Um, uh, The legs feed the wolf. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. You don't know what that means? Uh Uh-uh. You don't know what that's from? No. Do you know what that's from? Oh, my God. You call it, you guys call it, miracle. Come on. The hockey movie. I watched that movie once. Oh my god! It's, it's about movie. hockey. I'm not yeah. watching it's it. It's about America and resilience <laughs> and striving and us beating the Russians. It was about Russians. beating the Russians, and that was it. It's about <laughs> overcoming. I've already it's seen about, that movie. It's called Rocky Four. It's about everything <laughs> yeah. we've talked about: about resilience and changing and growing and accepting the suck. There well, you it's go. Not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. And you get up and keep moving forward. I like that. That that relates. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Probably the single greatest speech in a movie ever. Yeah. That's my second favorite speech. Yeah. What's your top favorite speech? Jimmy V. Oh, from the cancer thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. But that's a real life person giving a real life speech. Oh yeah, no, yeah. we're talking that, about movie. Speeches. We're talking about movie speeches, though. Yeah. No, I'm talking about speeches. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't care who said it. They ain't talking about who speeches. Is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. He likes to change the rules. All right, that's my world. <laughs> All right, everybody. So yeah, those are your final thoughts. It's not a. It's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. So yeah, embrace the suck. Yep, that's personal, worth it. Personal growth. You know. Keep moving forward. Um, if you are struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out. Let them know you care. And, yeah, personal growth, all that good stuff. And uh, thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>